Hi, everyone. Hey. Welcome, welcome. For those of you who don't know, this is Minor Ray's podcast. My name is Bliss. That is Ray. Ray. And we are a wise woman once said. So today we're going to be speaking about, you want to introduce the topic? Um, the topic I, was, I wanted to talk about was um, influencers. And the reason for that is also, obviously, because of the current events and the things that's been happening, such as, like, what's been happening in Africa and in Nigeria, more, more specifically, and things that's been happening in Congo and, and um, Zimbabwe. And in general, just the Black Lives Matter movement, I feel like sometimes it's very easy to distinguish the Black Lives Matter as being a Western thing, but it could, it, we could well be a, a painted brush for everywhere else in the diaspora where Black and Black people are being persecuted, even if it is by other black people that are empowered and funded by these western countries mm -hmm. so i wanted to talk about influencers more specifically because i was reading an article today by business insider mm -hmm. not business of fashion and they were talking about luxury brands and is the need for influencers dying out mm -hmm. or do they even have an influence so th that's one of the things i wanted to talk about but I wanted to begin first, like to just ask you for your experience on a scale of like one to five, five being highly influenced and one to being basically near to none. How easily influenced are you by these influences that you may follow? Um, I feel like this is a loaded question because there's like different categories of influencers on Instagram. Um, and I kind of, I follow like a variety, but they're still relevant to what I essentially want to see on my feed. Um, ooh, I'd say maybe like a three, three to four. Um, and I say that because Instagram is the reason I even went vegan in the first place. So if, you know, not that saying like, if I didn't come across it, I wouldn't have, but my reality is I came across Instagram, then I came across veganism that way. And this was via influencers influencing. Um, so it wasn't like, for me, the type of learner that I am, it wasn't, oh, they said this, so this is gospel. It was, they said this, they planted the seed. And then I went and done my own research and cultivated my own idea of whatever it is they were speaking about. So I think a good three, four, you know, for influencer um, pertaining to fashion, so to speak, if they have a pair of trainers that I like, I'll copy straight away. So I guess like definitely a three to four, I think, yeah, they work. I think they, you know, they work. Do you think currently they work as much as they did before? Um, yeah, and I think to a detriment because I think that the, because there's like a group of influencers that don't identify as influencers. So they don't necessarily have to take responsibility because they haven't put a title in themselves, you know? Like for mm -hmm. example, um, Shaka wouldn't necessarily call himself an influencer, but he does influence yeah. people. Yeah. And then there's like, for example, a drill rapper. 
doesn't class himself as an influencer, but he still influences people to make decisions. So yeah, I think more so to a detriment. Well, I wouldn't say I feel like the good always outweighs the bad. So, but I do think to a like to a detriment has sort of um, increased and intensified. But I still think they're very powerful, and I think they're becoming a bit too powerful from my perspective. Mm. You know, especially in like our popular culture, things just go around like like split seconds. Things are just circulated, circulated, and it's via public figures, influencers, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So yeah, How about you. Okay. Um, because the following question was going to be: Have you ever been influenced by? Um, influence to use or buy or some whatever something but you already said that you have obviously um going into veganism and buying if you saw something on someone you would buy it uh personally influencers don't have that much influence on me but also i'm very uh conscious of the fact that it's also negative types of um, influencing that goes into your psyche mm-hmm of daily seeing a certain type of image, a certain type of aesthetic constantly being pushed on you. Sometimes that could be a negative influence on your own personal self. So in regards to me being influenced in, in, a, in, in a positive way, so like um, your art your your or I, so return on investment, they were paid to run an ad on something and I went and bought it. I'm closer to a one or two on that scale of being influenced because I don't just buy things because I saw somebody else who I follow because I fuck with them, but I don't buy them. I don't know if it's better because like we have like that age difference between the two of us where I don't see it. I still don't see it as a viable, as a viable place to get information from. Because in my head, I know a lot of these people are not truly, like, trying out these things. They're doing it because they're getting paid to. Mm-hmm. So I don't trust their opinion. Like, there's only one... And I have been influenced, but, like, that's what I have to say. It's not that much. I can't go on a three because that's just definitely not going to happen. But I'm definitely a one or two. The only person I can honestly say right now that has influenced me to buy anything is Melissa's wardrobe. But that's because I know... I, I kind of know her morals from following her for so long that she's very specific on sh- she's not telling you shit that she doesn't know isn't good. Mm-hmm. And sometimes what's funny is the things that I've been influenced by her to get isn't even things that she was getting paid for. Mm-hmm. That she just generally just fucked with. Yeah. That's how I've been influenced by her. And I truly trust like her opinion when it comes to certain things. So that's the only person that has a capability of influencing me to buy, purchase something. Mm-hmm. But anything else, I don't really entertain it because I, I see it as an ROI situation. They're trying to see how much they can get. So I'm not the kind of person that'll be like, you know when they're like, oh, swipe up, blah, 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 blah. I don't swipe up, I go next. Yeah, so I think as well, it needs to be put into context because, um, for me, obviously, it's a form of marketing regardless. And 100%. Just like you said, the situation that you said, it wouldn't be like, oh, a random influencer or person pops up on my feed and I'll just buy something. Like, these are people that I follow, that I'm in, like, their community, that have actually gone out of my way 
on YouTube, looking at hauls, looking at this, looking at that. So yeah, it's not just random people. It has to, I have to actually like the person or there has to be some sort of connection. That's where the trust comes. You're not going to buy something from someone that you don't trust. That's just okay. So there has to be that rapport built up, which is why the influencers have such big platforms and they're able to communicate with people, et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, it wouldn't just be like, oh, this influencer is in X, Y, Z. Like I need to kind of have an idea of who they are, what they do, um, and just look into them a bit more. You know, it needs to be put into context. I'm trying to find the article I read and basically the tone of line was basically we had a spike in like 2013, 14 and 15 of all, all of these high paid influencers. I'm talking in regards to fashion, to fashion industry. You had them on front rows of fashion shows and going to every single fashion shows in Milan, Paris. Uh, New York, London, they were everywhere and doing all of these coverage. And I think as time went on, certain companies aren't able to see the return on the investment as much as they actually pay now. Mm-hmm. Some influencers, I feel like, still have quite a lot of impact. But I feel like some of them, one of the key things I learned, I think, in the past couple of weeks is that you may think somebody has a lot of followings, but they actually don't have any, any they, don't not, they do not generate any money from that because people don't, a lot of times, follow them for the things that they're trying to advertise to you. They just follow them for aesthetic, aesthetic reasons. Mm-hmm. Or just other reasons in general. I feel like exactly. an example of that is like Black China. Like sometimes she'll be promoting, I don't know, like around AirPods company in France, AirPods, like, and it's just very sporadic but for her thing i guess if the price is right and that's what i mean you have to kind of know who you're following why you're following them and like you can kind of tell okay they're only doing this for money they're not doing this because this is part of their brand and they want to you know put their people on and like there's not really an established market there she's kind of there's a saying that you can sell to everyone but you can't market to everyone and I feel like with her doing the sporadic um marketing is kind of like you're trying to market to everyone like you have an audience what does your audience want from you but I feel like when influencers get to a point of like you know they have a big following they feel like anything they do people are going to be interested and that's not necessarily the case like just because you have over one million followers like I wouldn't go to her for her to promote my business. I have a food yeah. business. Like there's no correlation. It doesn't make sense. Even if I have money, like, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, who is her audience? Do you know what I mean? Who has she built? Like, what has she built her brand on? What is her brand? So yeah, it needs to make sense. You can't just be, and I see that a lot of the time with influencers. A lot of them are just doing, especially, okay, think about it at the time where we had these, um, flat tummy tea and oh my god flat tummy tea and there's another one the the cheating app the, yeah like china used to promote that all the time and i'm just like sis like do you really believe have you even ever used that app in your life like come on bro like come on let's that's the real question right have you ever even used the app yourself let's not be stupid like let's just not stuff like that it's just random random so yeah, it has to make sense. And flat, well, to be fair, I'm not even surprised. I wouldn't be surprised if flat tummy tea are a billion dollar company because I know people was buying that shit because they no, were no, no, they are. 
Yeah, but they yeah. were smart because they were actually sending it and working with influencers who already have flat tummies. <laughs> One and two, you know, who it's a thing that's like easy to fit into anyone's brand. I could sell flat tummy tea. You could sell flat tummy tea. Do you know what I mean? Black China can sell. Beyonce can sell um, flat tummy tea. An athlete like it's a tea. Everyone drinks tea. So they were really smart with that. But then it got washed out. And then it's kind of like, we, we see what's going on. We see. Yeah. And then there was the whole pills thing to lose weight that like uh, Kim and her sisters got um, basically bashed for. But then there was also, remember when, remember when our timeline was flooded by Fashion Nova ads from every single influencer? It's you know what? I don't follow anybody that, that still runs Fashion Nova ads. So... I don't see it as much, but I remember you could not scroll past an influencer that was not being sponsored on that post or some kind of way by Fashion Nova. Fashion Nova is a very wealthy company now, but they're not an ethical company at all. They don't, they don't have any morals or guidelines. Like they'd be saying stuff like, I just seen a girl post about she ordered something on express delivery. Two weeks had gone. She didn't get her stuff. So she's asking them to cancel the order. They're telling her they're gonna get give her store credit. And you, you got all this money, and you want to give people store credit. And and but this is the thing, right? And she's not the first person I've seen that's had this review. Like they get millions of orders a day. Like they are making. They, they have probably more in, in regards to quantity. They probably have a, a, a higher quantity of order than some of these luxury brands on a daily basis like and the problem is yeah they're not even able to keep up with it because if you know if you ever order from fashion Nova, i haven't but i know people that have mm -hmm. they have a backlog of order so nobody ever gets the items when they ask yeah i ordered from them once well that's what i mean like they're global now it's actually ridiculous like even people in the uk order it's a u.s company we have no business ordering from realistically and a lot of the influencers in the uk are sponsored by fashion over so you'll see like now the the marketing scheme is kind of different they'll just make the influencers take pictures um and dedicate the posts and i like i'll be going through their instagram every post is fashion over i'm like i go on their outfit every outfit is fashion over i'm like jesus christ i can't <laughs> i can't but yeah um tying the conversation back to so in the in the beginning you started with like you know the, the SARS and all the stuff that's going on in the world specifically in African countries. Um, I I personally don't feel like it is influencers' responsibility to speak about worldly issues, to speak about social issues. They don't want to speak about it. To me, that's their business. But I feel like a lot of the nation doesn't feel like that. So I'm just like, well, you know, these are humans, first of all. Like, people have chosen what, they, what their intentions are on social media. Um, a lot of them is not to speak about worldly issues. It's to promote fashion and promote beauty and promote lifestyle and whatever the case may be. So I understand why people feel like you have this platform, you should be doing this, but it's easy to say that. It's easy to tell people and to critique people and what they're doing and what they're not doing when you're not even doing half the things that they're doing, first of all. So I feel like because we're so conditioned to have this crowd mind and this like 
depending mind like we depend on others to do so many things like you know the whole savior complex it's like you should be doing this you should be doing that and it's like all about you like, are we going to talk about the tiwa savage video begging to beyonce <laughs> I mean, here's my thing, yeah. I understand where she's coming from, right? And like I said, we're socialized to make all the problems in the world other people's responsibilities to fix and not our own. So I don't feel like until we understand like how on an individual level we make change, we're always just gonna depend on people. Like, and of course we're gonna depend on Beyonce because Beyonce is a superhero of the world. Um, but yeah, I just, when I first watched it, I was like, you know what? Like, I understand what she's saying, right? But then I saw other posts and I was like, hold on a second. First of all, Beyonce is a black woman. Cause she brought in obviously the blackest king saying, you know, like you came to Nigeria and blackest king was great, it was this, it was that. And also I saw people agreeing with her saying like, oh, Beyonce is a culture vulture. She just came over to Africa, used Africa and went about her business and rah, 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 rah. But if this never happened, no one would be saying that. So clearly everyone was compensated. Everyone was fine. Everyone had fun. Everyone loved it. Conversation done. That's actually not true. You know, there was a lot of backlash. Is it? I didn't see any backlash. Yeah, yeah. In, it wasn't a UK backlash. It was in America. There was a a majority a lot of backlash in uh talking of calling her a culture vulture when it happened when the stuff was released yeah but what about the actual team the people that worked in the team oh yeah, the people that worked with it they are forever grateful they, 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 yeah they that's what i'm speaking about not like the commentators on the side like can't even get into the club people no the actual yeah, yeah, yeah. that worked on the set yeah so that's what i mean if it was a thing where she used them or, you know, she didn't compensate them or whatever, whatever for her own benefit. That's something that would have come out not underneath the SARS movement. So basically, Tiro was saying, yeah, you come to Nigeria. We know that you love Nigeria. So please, can you help Nigeria? Please, 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 can you help Nigeria in this time and use your platform to speak about what's been happening in Nigeria? And kind of, you know, inconsiderately put Beyonce in an awkward position. And then her mom intervened and, you know, wrote a whole full page love letter on why she basically, <laughs> basically, not a love letter, but she wrote like a whole two big Instagram posts about just basically leave my daughter alone. She's going to do what she's going to do. Um, but yeah, basically coming to defend her daughter um, and speaking about what she's doing, et cetera, et cetera. And that's my point. Like, you don't know what people are doing in their own private lives like why are you fasting up yourself trying to put this pressure on beyonce as if beyonce is god i'm gonna come fix everything for everyone i was just like no this is 100 percent. i think that, that i think that's what my biggest issue i think that's what my biggest issue was I think that's what my biggest issue was with that with that whole Tiwa Savage thing. And it's like we we are we're constantly like seeing trying to beg the outside world to come and fix our problems. And the outside world, yes, they've caused some of those issues, like the main causes of those issues, but we have to save ourselves. 
And with the whole influencer thing, they, people are constantly looking out to these influencers to say something. One of the key things that really stuck to me during the whole Black Lives Matter movement that was happening in the middle of the of the year was very much so how the influencers used the movement to spin it as content for themselves. Mm -hmm. That I have a problem with, right? If it is something that you truly believe in, if it's something that's always been a cause of you, post it if you want to if you don't want to don't post it but i feel like there was a lot of peer pressure at the time for some of these influencers to make these posts i always say if you believe in something speak on that shit with your fucking chest and the problem was there was people posting black boxes saying this and saying that and a lot of the times have been caught out by their own people and other people of being in complete disagreement with everything they're trying to put, portray online yeah i feel like should people shouldn't be pressured to post certain things but i also feel like you shouldn't be posting certain things just for the sake of it because i think a lot of the times we don't want the the movement to move away from its purpose if you do not have anything good to put to the movement shut the fuck up mm -hmm. that includes influencers and regular people and um you just reminded me you're not going to know what i'm talking about but there's a rapper in the uk um m24 and I know that, babe. Cause, oh my days! The fact that I even know. Are you not shocked that I know? Very. <laughs> right. But did you see? Wow, Bliss. Put some respect on my name, Bliss. Please. So he basically. So yeah, context. He was out. It was Halloween. Put up a video of a guy dressed as a woman or dressed feminine, like in heels in a bodysuit, saying that we don't. You can't come around here just like that. Yeah, you can't come down here in Angel Town doing these things there. Yeah. Which, I mean, to me, obviously, I know guys like, I know guys that would say exactly the same thing as him. Like, I wasn't taken aback by it. Um, but then, obviously, backlash came. Everyone was calling him homophobe, all of this, all of that, all of this, all of that, whatnot, whatnot, whatnot. So then he kind of addressed it and said, like, just because people make lifestyle choices, I don't have to agree with it. Um, how I grew up, didn't grow up seeing that, that stuff wasn't allowed, that stuff wasn't condoned. Um, kind of like I said what I said. Yeah, he was he, he was being wrong and strong that when he yeah. first when he first tried to talk. And then obviously now his team have now come and said, You can't be saying them stuff. Like the gay community will lock you up. What happened to Sizzla? How many shows did Sizzla try to have and songs that got cancelled? Cableton, like, it's, they don't play. So then they released another statement basically saying, oh, I've realised and, like, I, I understand it came across as homophobic and I've done my research and I'm well-educated. I, I apologise if I offended or whatever, whatever. I basically apologise. I rolled my eyes so hard, my left eye no, hurts. It's like, bro, for me, like, honestly... I don't know. I can't speak because I wasn't offended, but I'm not a part of that community, so I can't really speak on it. Um, so I can't say whether they should be offended or they shouldn't. But but, we, but you know what it's like to be perpetrated for something that you just are, right? Because I feel like sometimes we like to chop and change things. For me, when it comes to these kind of things, there are, there's many things that went wrong in regards to him being an influencer, because this is how they would talk about how he's an influencer. He doesn't realize that what he's doing is also pushing other young kids 
to do these kind of behaviors, right? There was two things that went completely wrong, right? First of all, you decided to stop your car and start yelling out. Abuse, let's be very, let's be very clear, that is verbal abuse, mm-hmm. right? I've heard plenty of men them say that shit too. Doesn't make it okay though. These people, at first, you didn't, when you look at the video, they don't even realize what he's trying to say. They're trying to like pay attention to what he's saying and then they realize what he's saying. That is verbal abuse. These people didn't do nothing to you, mm-hmm. period. They don't deserve to be verbally abused in any way, shape, or form. That's unacceptable. I don't care what your opinion is. The thing is, yeah, we sometimes think our opinion's on the fucking pedestal because it's our opinion. Your opinion means shit to everybody else. That's what people need to know, right? You can have a point of view, a point of view on, on something. As long as your point of view and your opinion doesn't impact somebody else's life. In that moment, you impacted somebody else's life because you decided your opinion goes above somebody else's life. Mm-hmm. because we we can play as that oh it's a lifestyle thing if some of these guys could not be gay and I've, we've had this conversation i've had i've talked to black gay men some of them would prefer to not be gay but you know what they can't even help it mm-hmm. here they are gay and they would prefer to not be gay do you not think they prefer to not have to go through the abuse mm-hmm. so that was just it just disgusted me the fact that he wanted to come back and be wrong and strong it's like do you not have anybody around you that taught you, if you ain't got nothing to say, shut your mouth? Yeah. Because he really, the thing about it, it's not like as if, oh, he like bumped into these people. He was far from them. All he had to do was keep driving. He stopped, pulled the window down, then started shouting verbal abuse. Like, you had to do so many steps that you could have stopped before you got to that. Exactly. So many steps could have been stopped, and you still chose to be verbally abusive to all people that haven't done anything to you. Mm-hmm. I see it as, as this year, there are going to be racist people in the world, people that don't like black people, and that is their opinion. Guess what? I ain't trying to change their opinion because it's none of my fucking business. Mm-hmm. The people that are willing and, and wanting to change and learn about black people, I'm here for those people. But the moment their opinion on me, infringes my life and starts to come into into what I am as a black person then that's where we have a problem and that's how I apply it to the situation he was out of order in every way shape or form yeah definitely I mean that could have been avoided by him not doing it at all <laughs> like no one asked for your unsolicited opinion but yeah, I'm just not surprised like I'm not surprised because of the you know the caliber of man you know um, obviously, yeah, I'm just... That you've got a point. So that's why I wasn't at all surprised about his opinions, you know, him referencing it to his culture. It is in, you know, within his Caribbean man, island man. It's, it is within the... It's homophobia. I mean, sorry, homosexuality is not accepted. It's frowned upon. So I get that. And I understood why he made the decisions that he did. Do I agree with them? No. If I was with him all the time, like, what are you doing? Like, leave him alone. So... Yeah, I didn't think it was right. Um, but I found it interesting that, you know, when it comes to, like, the LGBT community, and everyone's quick to apologise, everyone's quick to do this, but, you know, when it's other things, such as race, especially when it comes to black women, no one else see the same energy. No one's scared. Like, because that, if, yeah, no one's scared. Like, so, but. Um, hold on, I need to plug the charger in. Well, I sh- I'm going to stop it and then I shall just let it run.
Um, what's up to you? Always. My bum is out. Yeah, I just have to cut it out. <laughs> I thought I was bad dressed in the cardigan at the top and 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 um gym leggings at the bottom. Like, you know, in the switch is old, you have to kind of wiggle it in, like, mad different ways. I don't want to keep telling you. Okay. Yay! <sighs> so, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I wasn't surprised. I was surprised at the second apology. I didn't. I wasn't expecting that, to be honest. I was expecting it. I was waiting for it. I was not. Expecting- I knew it was coming because they were going to heat him up. Because I think he signed, isn't he? I think so. Yeah. I think he signed, and I was like, "It's just a matter. It's just a matter of time before the PR came in and just told him to fix your shit." Because I can guarantee you, he's lost some sponsorship. Yeah. And the thing is, like, even from his perspective, he's probably thinking, like, could he even say anything that bad? You know, he probably still don't give a shit, and that's what that's what's so funny about all of this. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's not like he's gonna, I don't know, donate ten thousand pounds to the LGBT community for. That's LGBT. normally that, that's normally an American move. The Americans, when they apologize, they know that money moves things, so they'll pick a donation. That's yeah. not a UK thing. UK just throw a little apology and keep it moving. Literally, but I don't think it's such a severe case like that. So I don't think, yeah, it needs to get to that extreme, but he definitely needs to be educated because, you know, he's an artist. He has a plethora of fans, some which, you know, be homo, homosexual. So you need to, you know, you need to pattern out. You're not just a man on the roads anymore. You're actually an artist in the public eye. Do you know what? I didn't even know who he was until this situation. So that tells you, right, there's a lot of people that didn't even know who he is and the first time they heard of him is through this. Yeah, which is sad. I mean, he's quite a big artist in the UK. He has quite a lot of songs. But you're not in the scene like that, so you wouldn't know about him in that way. He's from South. Yeah, I mean, like ninety percent of the rappers are from South. Is it? Yeah, a lot of rappers are from South. A lot of rappers from London are from South, especially like the big ones. I'm just saying, you guys used to diss us back in the days. Look at us running things. No, because South men are just different. <laughs> just like they're a different breed. Very different. <laughs> yeah, South 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 uh, gave birth to a lot of beasts. It's so big as well. That's mainly it because it's a big ass place. Obviously, there's gonna be loads of people that are from there. Yeah, like North London and. I wanted to ask uh, one more question about the influencer thing, and kind of just like wrap it up and talk about what do you like? What do you expect from the people from your influencers that you follow? Um, I ex- and do we should we have expectations? Should we have ex- expectations from them? Well, like we all have expectations to some degree. I mean, we're human. Like, I feel like it's natural. 
um, you know, I expect to even see them on my timeline when I've got Instagram. I, you know what I mean? Like normal expectation, nothing bizarre, nothing like outrageous. Um, mm. But yeah, I expect them to be integral. And a lot of the expectations are intertwined with how they also want to um, portray themselves online. So it's nothing that I would be asking them that they haven't already like proclaimed that they want for themselves. So I'd expect them to be integral slash honest. Um, that's it really. I just expect them to have some integrity and be honest, literally. That's, that's all I expect from them. I don't expect them to tell everyone their whole lives. I don't expect for them to, to, to sort of like pioneer for everything that I'm passionate about or to stand up and speak about everything that's going on in the world. They're not a news channel. They're simply a human being that has a big, that has a big platform essentially and loads of people following them. So I just expect them to be integral and to be honest, that's it. Okay. Yeah, that, to me, for me, it's basically the same thing. And I, I haven't followed people for reasons that I think they didn't have any integrity. They started one way and ended up another way. And it's like through the lies. I just, I want you to have morals, integrity and be true to yourself. So one an example is, I think that girl, um, Rowana girl, I unfollowed her. Mm-hmm. The one, the one that was caught eating fish. Her friend, her friend recorded oh. her, and she was like hiding the fish, but she's supposed to be like basically raw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tash, I don't know who Tash is. Tasha, is it Tasha? The one that cooks. Cooks what? She cooks vegan food. Well, now she's not vegan anymore because she eats fish. You know who I'm talking about as well, because she used to have she she does YouTube and she used to do it with his boy, and they and they broke up. Oh, <laughs> but she she announced that she was no longer vegan. Yeah, but I I felt like what was it that I felt like for me? I followed people for certain reasons, right? I followed her for recipes and and stuff like that. If you're not vegan anymore, you're no longer part in the circle of things I followed you in the first place for. It's not like as if she was entertaining outside of that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, what I'm am I, yeah. yeah, like what am I what am I getting out of that situation for me to just keep following you? Makes no sense. As a vegan, and that's kind of the yeah. thing, right? It's like once you've built a brand, rebranding, especially when it's kind of like contradictory to your old brand, it's very different. That's what's scary. It's like how how do you go from here to here well i've seen it i mean i've personally experienced it i've personally seen it for myself so you know it's possible people like when you see the light why would you go back to darkness and i'm not even trying to just be petty it's not even like on some petty shit i just feel like people take pick and choose things i get it right you're allowed to grow and learn new things but i feel like there's some things that you learn are like the building blocks of everything else. So how do you just scrape the building blocks and say, fuck it, I'm gonna go back to point one. What? I mean, only God has answers for those questions. Some things I'm just like, I don't even. But yeah, that's how I feel about influencers. I don't expect them to do everything that I want them to. Um, 
but I also doesn't mean that I'm going to keep following you. Mm-hmm. I truly believe that I'm like, I don't follow people unless I like fuck with them or like think they're doing like a right, the, the right thing. Anything outside of that, if I don't think you're bringing anything into my circle, and there's this girl that does them um, unfollow Friday, I can't remember her name. And every Friday, now I do it, like I go through my Instagram and I just start unfollow. I was like, why do I follow these people? And it's, you start realizing that you unfollow, you follow people for bans for no reason. Mm-hmm. They're not bringing up into your circle. Some of them you don't even interact with their page. Mm-hmm. I do and they're just that. clogging up your space and your, your online space. And it's like, you need to unfollow these people. This is not what you need one in your circle. Mm-hmm. And Posting I- every day about Bando. Please, sir, not interested. <laughs> That's not where I'm trying to go in life. Yeah, we definitely need to be more conscious of our online presence and who we actually follow because that shit goes in your subconscious. And yeah. yeah. So. And one of the things that I wanted to just wrap up with is like, you know, the young girls talk about how like, oh, they're self-conscious and like wanting to get surgery and wanting to get their body done because of these influences. And like, they like become addicted to punishing themselves to not being better looking. So they keep following more girls that look like this because they don't look like it. Because mm-hmm. let's be honest, half the world don't look like any of these girls here. Yeah, and like, hello, you used to see people in real life and my friend my friend always says the guy he was like even the influencers themselves don't look like themselves in real life like they don't <laughs> more time you'll see them you don't even recognize them you're like what that's my girl like you've seen it all the time like it's no they don't even look like them okay online the internet is a facade no one looks like i don't even look like this in real life okay so we need to like remember that there's you know you can't compare something 2d to something free like it makes no sense it makes no 100 and i think that actually a good question there well do you think that we put too much pressure on influencers because even though a lot of them do have surgery and they share their surgery to help other girls you know that are going through surgery um, that may want to see the procedure, that may want to know about the pros and cons, etc., etc. But obviously, in the midst of all that, there's also planting seeds into girls' minds to get surgery. So there's just so many ways to look at that. It's like like a it's like, there's like layers to it. Yeah, it's layered. It's like a eight sided. I'm trying to help you to see what really happens, but also this means I could get sponsors for other things that could be surgically posted that I don't have to pay for. But then also I'm now creating a self-esteem issue with these girls that's watching this because now they're gonna want something that some of them is unattainable for them because they cannot afford it. And then they might end up doing it the route which is the most unhealthy if they could help could end up having them dead. See the layers? No. Do you know as well? I feel like the influencers themselves, it's kind of like the strip club culture because you know, like, say if you also go into the strip club, you feel pressure to get a BBL, to get breasts, to get this, to get that. And that will be like your stripper package. That's how you make the most money. The bigger the ass, the more money, the bigger the tits, you know, the nicer the body. We know how it works, the more money you make. But now this is kind of like, you know, um, flown into sort of like, the entertainment industry where it pertains to influencers so now the influencer style pack is the same thing bbl you know pretty face clear bliss you've got you've got something here you've hit the nail on the head on this one 
the, the stripper package is now become the influencer package yeah because I, I obviously you're not on tiktok but on tiktok there was that trend in it first it started on tiktok then it went on youtube basically saying oh uh this is me before my bbl and this is me after and it was just influencers regular influencers and then there was youtube influencers i remember i accidentally end up on an influencers page I don't even know how, but you know how these influencers on YouTube, they, they're like, they'll put an algorithm next to a random one. Like I was watching something about fashion from, from an influencer. And then the next one was this girl that went to get a BBL done. So I ended up like actually watching it. No offense. I don't even know her name yet. Her YouTube videos are dead. I don't know how she has so many subscribers because it's very boring. Very, very boring. Like it's very monotone. Like there's nothing interesting that's been said. On there at all i didn't I, I was brain dead anyways i'm not trying to like insult the girl but it was very weird and then she went and got a bbl done in miami and she was showing the whole process and then i could see the next video was talking about oh the reveal of her bbl to her friends and family and she said oh come shopping with me to get my dior and bottega bag and i'm just like the package that bliss you're talking about is you get the body done then the designer stuff and it's like constantly trying to just reveal reveal and put yourself out there who are you revealing it to if you really just for yourself yeah it's when you go on a whole rant on how this is for me but really at the end of it you want to reveal to the rest of the world that you've got a bbl and now there's this like little joke thing going on on tiktok girls going this is me before my bbl well, she's dead now. And then the next one is basically a Photoshop picture that you can see is proper Photoshop. They like, they like drag the ass outwards. Like it looks big, but you can see that the back is distorted. That's basically now the new joke girls doing that because it's like, there were so many girls doing the before and after BBL that now people are just taking the piss out of them on TikTok. I think I saw one video and must have creeped on my Instagram. I was creasing. I was like, hold on, wait. No, the background is distorted. It's not real. And when I saw one and I ended up seeing four, then I saw five, I was like, oh, so there's a whole trend of girls just taking the piss out of, of them now. Well, that's what I mean. It's just like, and then the more that you do all these things, it's like the more opportunities you'll get, the more, you know, the more viewers, the more subscribers, the more followers, the more this. So it's the same mentality. Like, it's the same mentality. And we know that when, like, a woman on YouTube... If you go back to her first video, even if she still has it up, what she looked like then or what she looked like now, completely different. Whether she got body done, boobs done, face done, skin lightened, I don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just a whole completely different, and it's like, wow, like. So the standards in, be in between, the standards in between influencers is becoming so high. Like, I saw, I saw a, a video saying, oh, Come with me, come with me on to, on my today's ten thousand ten thousand dollars maintenance day. I think I've seen that. I want to watch that. I like watching the videos. <laughs> I love watching the videos. Girl, I said ten thousand dollars maintenance day. Girl, you're not even. You're not even a multimillionaire. You've just got a little bit of coins. You're not even a multimillionaire, and you want to spend ten thousand pounds. $10,000 on maintenance. I actually think I saw that come up, but I didn't watch it. I watched it years ago. And I can't remember. I can't even remember the specific. All I remember was just some facial stuff. That's what I remember mainly. And I was like, huh? Yeah. Huh? Them facials be expensive, I guess. I guess. I mean, I know they're yeah. expensive, but 
$10,000. Ten thousand dollars. That's absolutely ridiculous. Like a good wig would set you back to a thousand. That's a that's a perfection wig by a celebrity hairstylist. That's one. Ten thousand. I couldn't believe the shout out now. She's lying. She must be making up numbers. No, I want to go watch it now. I'm probably gonna watch it after this video. It's, it sounds like it sounds like a great number. So I feel like they, they must have rounded it up because there's no way. Yeah. Like I, I the th- the things the things that I expect from like influencers, influencers I like are like Melissa's wardrobe, but she doesn't she doesn't, she doesn't do YouTube. I like Jackie Aino. I like her thing because I know Jackie's got the coins. It's not fronting for the gram. She's really the rich auntie. They're really the rich aunties. I like her. I do like her. Yeah, I like Jackie Aino. She's my favorite. She's actually, she's the only YouTuber makeup that I watch ever. Mm. I don't really care about the others. Yeah, I watch a few. I have a few. But I love YouTube. Like, I'm always on, I'm on YouTube and Instagram. That's the two main social medias that I use, so. I've been, I've been, I've been getting off Instagram, to be honest. If, I, if I'm on Instagram, it's not, a lot of times now, it's not even on my main page. It's just on my styling page. I'm just like finding designers, doing this and doing that and doing that. I'm not on Instagram for entertainment purposes anymore. Yeah. Anyways. I mean, yeah, it's all about making content and making money off of it. I'm not trying to just... Yeah, yeah I've, been, I've been quiet on my own page, but I'm going to be shooting some content this week. Because I'm like, I just need to... If I really take it serious, I could really, really do it. It's just, I don't care enough. That's my problem. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, some days, like, I don't want to be seen for a whole month. Yeah, and it's like the pressure of that must be immense. Because mm-hmm. I was just thinking today, like that people have so many beautiful pictures of places they've been. I've been to really beautiful places in the world, but I don't have them captured like that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. Anyways, it was lovely talking about this. Yeah, it was a good conversation. We probably got it to about an hour now, didn't we? I'm not even sure. I, say. I swear we'd be saying, it's going to be just this. It feels like an hour, though. It does feel like an hour, because what time is it? Yeah, it's about to be nine. Okay. Um, Thank you so much for listening, guys. And bye.